Welcome back to Talking Burritos. Talking Burritos. The place where we talk about oh. whatever the heck we want right. with a side of salsa. Oh, oh. Very nice. Very and nice, sir. I'm sure you've all heard of this topic before. Uh, have you ever had a person say Never. to you... Never, nope. Thanks a lot. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever had a person tell you that... Video games uh, cause violence in people who play them. What would you say to that, Yayo? I would say, don't call me that. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you speak to me? How dare you? There's nothing violent about me or anything else I do. Video games can't cause violence. I agree 100%. Thank Amen. you for coming to our TED Talk. <laughs> This has been Useless TED Talks 2019, <laughs> right? Yeah. With uh, the theory is that people get used to, well, video games are essentially a simulation. And I agree with that. Uh, these, but Also these, a wish fulfillment. Uh, well, yeah. Um, it's a big, uh, it's a medium by which we can get a bunch of wish fulfillment from. Role play. Yep. And in that sense, I guess you could say that a person gets trained through it, but it's mm. not like you still have your conscience, your your conscience and your con conscious choice. Just because you play video games doesn't mean that you're that like you're immediately gonna go outside and shoot someone because you played yeah Halo. No, <laughs> you just you played Call of Duty and now you have access to a gun all of a sudden. Yeah, with uh, it's just like any other art medium where books or movies or whatever, these things constantly portray them in, in just as much of a real sense as video games do. In fact, books especially have a have a have a lot of capability in showing you the mind of the person who does these things. I think so, a lot of the reasons people think video games is the key, which it's not, but because most people learn things through what they see so most people statistically in the world are visual learners can do things better if they could see it happen they can actually be there for it yeah and a part of it also has to do with the controllers being able to actually go about and make the choices rather than like like when you read something in a book it's already happened it's already set in stone exactly what's you're not happen. doing anything you're just yeah seeing what happens in the story yeah which, in my opinion, when you listen, when you're reading the thoughts of a character, what's going through their head, I think that is more likely to, uh, to cause you to do something. Uh, I don't think so. I think you're if you're reading someone else's. Not by much, but yeah, it's very slight. But if you're reading someone else's, you're like, okay, this is what they think. If you're playing the game and you're like, you become that character, you get so invested in moving when they move because you you're so into the game. It's more personal than reading someone else's opinion. I, I say that it's more personal to hear to read it actually because uh, no video game has been like there have been some really complex systems in video games and they've been really really interesting and they tell a narrative in a really special way and it's awesome. Um, but none of them have come to the point to where like they get you thinking constantly like the like the character does. 
um, you're acting most of the time because a video game is more fun when you're when you're doing stuff. So that's what they base it around. But with a book, you've got every every single thought is laid out. Um, their quirks, their personalities, their uh, the way people treat that character. You become more immersed. You become more connected with the character. If you do that in a video game, a person gets bored. And they might as well just read the book. Um, and some games like Bioshock and Mass Effect, where choices are made and whatnot, they they do give you uh, they do have twists that make you uh, that make you go like, oh, my mind is blown. I can't. It, that makes some sense here, or this narrative part makes some sense over here, but not consistently throughout the whole game. So like, I think that because you can't really like keep a person constantly in that mental state the way a book can i say books are more of a more of a danger in that sense I now see. i still don't say that books are like like making people kill each other <laughs> yeah well no and one unless you take no one ever count says, the no count the bible <laughs> no one ever says that or applies that in news stories or whatever what was the last thing you said just now Books are more like I, I say that books are more likely to influence you, but even it's so, fine. it's not by much. It's still like like any any medium, any art medium. Um, there's nothing to compel you to make you do that. It's if you had the if you had the ability to be a psychopath in the first place and kill people, because that's not an easy thing to do. Um, yeah, but uh, I think video games, the visual has more of an impact on you than reading about it. Like, if you hear a story, you're like, okay, did you know last week someone shot someone's best friend and they're dead? Like, you hear that story, but if you went out, if you actually, you were looking out your window and you saw that happen... That would be way that more. Would, it would be way more intense and it would affect you more. Yeah. Uh, I, that's definitely happened around me, so I... I can vouch that that is the case. <laughs> um, you also got to take into account, like, our military, for example. The, the U.S. Army, the Marines, and all that, they always, especially the Army, though, um, they advertise with video games all the time because it, there's better coordination and whatnot um, from video gamers than there are other, other types of people it's from also other good, walks of life. It's also a good way to find, like, they're definitely interested in violence in some way. Yeah. Whether it's just to amuse themselves temporarily, but that seems like a good marketing strategy. That Especially since the people who play the games are supposed to be, although rarely are, 18 or older. Well, that and also, like, video games... If you play a lot of video games and you're good at them, video games have already taught you how to think outside the box, which is very valuable as a soldier. <laughs> um, but also, it's not... They still have to go through rigorous training to get you to... To trick you into being able to shoot the other person, because military yeah. they still come back with PTSD because they are killing other people and they're still not good at they they still can't ignore that side of them. The only ones who are able to do that were psychopaths to begin with. So it's like that it's like that scenario where if if a war wasn't going on, then the hero of the story wouldn't have been a hero. He would have been a murderer. It's Mm. kind of like that 
Dang, you talk for so long, I have a point and then I lose it. I'm sorry. It's just, like, if I don't get it out there, I'm going to forget too. <laughs> and I won't be going back. <laughs> but, uh, I mentioned... Oh, it's not going to come back. <laughs> oh. Uh, well, okay. <laughs> I mean, we technically, like, our government also kind of supports these, these, uh, supports video games because it kind of gets us trained ahead of time. Um, not that it's... Uh, not that it's explicitly saying, like, hey, you need to go out there and learn how to kill people. I think, it's, I think video games are probably better. It's better that people play games versus not. It teaches all the... Video games, there's a community there. There's a social aspect to it. Most games. And, like, the biggest selling games are, like, Minecraft, where the goal of the game is to build. Like, there's little things in there to mess you up along the way, creepers and skeletons and whatever, and you survive the night. But the, the goal of the game is to build and create what you think, what you want to make. It's to just explore your imagination with cubes of all types and sizes and whatever. I guess one size. <laughs> but why do you bring that up? Video games can be better that people have played than not. I've definitely learned a lot of stuff from video games throughout my life. Oh, I'm that's sure you what it was. have too. <laughs> Military people, they like people who play games. Another reason is because they've played through so many scenarios in their head that some of them that what like happened? if they're in real life, they know this would be a bad idea to do that and here's why or this would be a better idea because this is clearly a better strategy if we sneak up or we whatever ambush them from a guerrilla warfare, whatever they're doing. Yeah, it, it is a simulation. So, yeah. like, yeah, I mean, uh, technically, like, chess and, like, real-time strategy games like Halo Wars and StarCraft and stuff are pretty much the same thing. Um, but they consider, and they still, like, if you consider a video game a simulation, you should also consider chess a simulation. Yep. Um, and... This is more talking about strategy than violence and murder and stuff like that. Um, it's, it's still similar. There's still stuff that you take from these games that, that would help you in a wartime scenario. Now, that, doesn't mean that, that still doesn't mean that you are going to go out and kill people. It just means that you've had, some, um, you've had some experience thinking outside the box in a certain situation. Yeah, and I mean... If, if they only take away that violence comes out of games, they clearly don't know a lot about games. Yeah, uh, yeah. If I, that's true. If violence is the only thing that you took out of a video game, when there's so much that, that the person is trying to convey through this video game, yeah, there, then there's something wrong with you in the first place. <laughs> I mean, most games, I mean, there are the newer games are just, they're losing their stories, but most of the games, they have a story, they have something that they want to show you that they think would be really cool, the creators of the games, they think would be really cool, and they want to see it and show you their world that they made, this cool idea where in, it's our world, but now it's... Imagine if robots were alive and could talk and think like humans and interact with us as people. How would our world be affected in that way, in that simulation? It would be a cool idea. That's what they want to show you. They're not there to, like... Oh, it'd be cool if we just punch people it'd all be, day. It'd be cool <laughs> if we taught our children how to kill people. That'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> no one's fun. going out and thinking that. They're like, <laughs> oh yeah, this this game, if we make it more violent, our kids would be violent, and we want that. <laughs> yeah. 
it, it, it's actually the exact opposite because like Call of Duty and Battlefield and whatnot. Yes, it's like it's entertaining, but the core thought behind these games is that um, war is bad. These are the horrors of war. These are this is what it's like to be a soldier. It's terrible, isn't it? That's the kind of thing that they're that they're showing. Yeah. Uh, there's there's always the narrative part where like it's the Russians and and like secret agents and stuff and that's the entertaining part because that keeps you moving through the story. Yeah. But the overall lessons are usually like like this is the kind of stuff that happens in war and it's not something to joke about. And I wouldn't experience any of that stuff without a video game. Yeah. Um, I know now that like terrorism. Like, inherently, terrorism is bad, but I never knew to what extent it was bad. <laughs> it's actually really bad for you if, you've, if you have a kid and you have them grow up without any, anything bad happening to them. They get what they want. They never have anything bad happen. That's actually bad for them yeah, they when they go out na- in the world. They become, yeah, they become naive. Yeah, they become... And the and time... And taken advantage and, of. <laughs> and the time that they... The first time they do have something bad happen to them, it becomes so traumatic even if it's such a small thing that they can't handle it. And they have no idea what to do. Yeah, and they don't know how to react to that. Like, the first thing that came to my head when you said, the last thing you said, because <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot, uh, <laughs> Gears of War. There's so much tragedy in there, and you actually like those characters, and they're like sort of real characters. They're happy, and they hang around each other, and like, uh, and the main character, he just loses <laughs> everybody he knows and loves and cares about. Oh man, that hurt. <laughs> and it was real sad. And the villain at the end, story, had, like, a, at the end of the, I think it was the third one. Like the villain at the end, the queen, she had like some crazy speech, who was, which was really cool and nice. And it like, she's the villain of the story and the one who's trying to take out the world, but she still has the great speech at the end. And she's kind of like comforting you as a villain, which yeah. is odd but he's like well i failed but here's some piece of advice so you don't (laughs) something like that not that you don't i i i I do have to agree that um video games can like desensitize you a bit um just like movies and books and stuff do oh yeah desensitize but like that's been more of a help to me that in my life than a detriment because like Going to Mexico, I saw people beheaded in the streets, and there were bullets shot at, at at our our apartment, and all kinds of stuff going on. And instead of like panicking and getting all shaken up, which I was a little bit still, um, I was able to get past that and think, okay, first thing I need to do is cover. I need to get down. I need to get uh, somewhere safer. And I pulled my companion down. <laughs> yeah, if something. Like someone pulls out a gun in a grocery store, if you if you're so stunned that you can't move, you're gonna get shot. You're if gonna you, die. If you're desensitized enough where you can at least hide, fall on the floor, roll not a roll away. That's not smart, but <laughs> you can just Do run, leave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or where you can be calm in very bad situations where you need to be calm to make it through. I think like. When I was in Mexico, there was the 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 beheadings and the bullets and stuff. Um, every time there was a fight between gangs, we should clarify on, he was doing the beheading. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but there was a lot of gang wars, um, and usually 
if you were a civilian, if you were somebody who was not involved with a gang, uh, unless you were in the wrong place at the wrong time, they did not do anything to you. Um, but if you, but every time there was a gunfight, people got out of their houses. They just walked into the middle of the street to watch, and it's like open, open space. You can get shot at really easy. And these guys with their machine guns on their jeeps are just like spraying at each other, and people were dying. And it's like, it was very, it was stupid that that anybody would just stand there during a machine gun fight. <laughs> yeah, I think um, dumb people. Yeah, dumb people and people who are like very emotionally unstable are gonna act dumb and emotionally unstable to begin all, with. Yeah, that's what they do. That's who they are. Like yeah. it's not the Maybe. games that are affecting that are making it making them be more or less or that are making them be emotionally unstable. They are that. I mean, I've definitely I've definitely learned a lot of stuff from video games. It's not uh it's not to say that that I haven't been taught things from video games that maybe might not be so, like, good. Like, learning how poisons work and uh, how, to, how to stealth kill or whatever. <laughs> um, but I also learned, like, if you... Everything, everything can be evil or good depending on how you use it. And I say that all the survival stuff that I've learned from video games is only going to be a help to me in a situation where there's something where something goes wrong. When something goes wrong, like I'm going to have at least some sense of a plan while as other people would probably go through a like a uh, what would you call it? Like a political argument in a group. Um like who's who's got the better plan? Who's smarter or like maybe they have their own agenda or something. Like I won't need to be a part of that. I'll know how to get to safety. I'll know how to, I'll know how to survive better. Yeah. And I'll have, I'll have done a bunch of, uh, of uh, team versus team <laughs> fighting. So I'll, I'll at least have some sense of how to fight. <laughs> kind of. I mean, you don't actually Call get of Duty. the physical training. <laughs> no. But at least I'm mentally there. <laughs> I don't think it fully mentally prepares you. You see no, it happen. And, it definitely does not prepare and, you for the real thing. And I mean, mimicking is a start to learning something, but definitely doesn't, you can't really see someone do a backflip and be like, oh, I can do it now. <laughs> it's not how it works. You have to practice it. You have to learn, examine it. It's a very more. rare gift that somebody can see something and do it. <laughs> First try, too. <so. laughs> But, yeah, most of this stuff is, um, it's all simulations. It's all stuff that, will, that could help you in the right situation, just like anything else. It could also be a detriment to everybody else um, if you use it in the wrong situation. Yeah. But because there's si si simulations that are in so many different scenarios, like, you get to test them all in different places, in different events and stuff. So, now some of it might be scripted, I don't know, <laughs> but, but it also, helps. <laughs> but also, critical thinking is also That's useful for everyday life we all the time. Yeah, we... That's why people continually learn more math. Like, there's no reason to use trigonometry, well, I guess, tri there's no reason to keep learning new 
more progressive math, the whole point of math is to help you critical think. And if you can do that in the, the biggest, most complex equations, then you can do it with smaller stuff easier. Like, it helps you critical think. That's what it does. And that's what these games are doing in different situations. Yeah, and then, like, critical thinking is what we're trying to teach our kids in schools anyway, even if they're doing it terribly. <laughs> oh. um, but they claim that critical thinking is what they're trying to teach you. Um, but video games do that way better than they do. <laughs> and if I read something in a video game, I'm more likely to learn it than I would be if I was learning it in a classroom. <laughs> Especially since you can create like a ch an opportunity to use it right then and there. <laughs> yeah. And it might even be like based off of real world stuff. <laughs> yeah, they could knock out two birds with one stone, just make it a history. Violence. <laughs> like a literal full-on realistic history lesson with like math to get through those things i don't know whatever there was a there was a case where uh not a case but um suitcase um a, a, a class went on a field trip to like italy and they uh spider-man <laughs> no not spider-man <laughs> um they went to italy and they were trying to get to a specific place and they got lost and one of the students... I wonder if it was Italy. <laughs> well, one of them, uh, one of the students was like, oh, I know where to go. Let's go this way and whatnot. And they got to the, their location. And the teacher asked the, the student, like, oh, have you been to Italy before? And he said, no, I just played Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. Yeah, they're based on real <laughs> yeah, places. Like these, yeah, these video games are awesome, especially Assassin's Creed. It's all historically based, so... Yeah. Uh, there's some resemblance of, of, uh, of, like, the city layout and stuff. I mean, and we're not saying that, like... It's well, not going to be all the, cases, they but... They play the games and now they know the world perfectly and they know... Definitely they not. Play the game where they take their liberties. They play a game where it takes place in Italy and now they know Italy perfectly and flawlessly. They could be a cab driver or whatever. I've learned some, I've learned some Italian from that game, so... <laughs> was the death phrase? Uh Aria Scott in Pace. That's the one. <laughs> yeah, you learn stuff. It might not all be useful to a per to a normal civilian, but if I ever was an assassin <laughs> in Italy, <laughs> you know, if you were an assassin in Italy with that skills and things, and if it was and, that specific and capable of running for longer than twenty feet without getting winded, then maybe <laughs> am I? <laughs> so you can't do it. No. <laughs> But there's, there's a lot of use that you can get out of video games, and it's not fair that these people constantly trash, bring, it. trash it, bring down the reputation of video games. There's so much good that comes from them. And not just, like, not just like the learning part, but also like the social aspects. They bring together a lot of people that, norm, that are so spread out that they can't interact with each other. Or sick, or broken, there's, or... Like, there was a year where I was... I had torn ACL, I couldn't leave the house except for random trips to go get food, but it was it was uh, the only way to socialize with people. Uh, I remember being in school and uh, like the groups that, like I'm sure that besides my own little group of friends, like there's lots of other people that play video games and whatnot, but I never would have known that. No, if it was I had just not. your friends who played. No one else. <laughs> <laughs> only when these games are made for five people in <laughs> That's right. In, in California. <laughs> but, like, 
like I never would have known that a lot of people in in the school were playing them. I mean, at the time, like video games were not as competitive. There wasn't as much multiplayer going on. So land parties. Land parties. <laughs> well, land land man. <laughs> Local area network parties. Yeah. <laughs> well, for those, you had to have friends already. Like, <laughs> to be able to do that. Uh, so, like, in, our, in the case of our family, like, it brought together a lot of people that are very, like, we like to argue, we like to... We like to bag on also, each other and stuff. a lot of the times when we... When our family's together, because we're... Uh, competitive family let's put it that way yeah we're a competitive family but instead of punching each other throwing each other into pools or Getting breaking angry. each other's arms and legs and like we're naturally of, violent <laughs> instead of doing that stuff when we play the games we can get that out and then be friends after like the times where we're not playing games are the times where things go wrong and um uh... That's how it always was for us with our family in uh, holiday events. We always got together, um, and everybody who Police had a system called on us, or <laughs> <laughs> but uh, everybody brought their systems, and uh, we'd play games like Halo and stuff, and uh, we'd get really competitive and really into it and be yelling at each other. But at the end of it all, we're like, "Oh, that was a great game. That was so much fun." And um, in the case of our, our sibling rivalries uh whenever we had an issue where that we couldn't solve civilly we oh, yeah. solved by video like, games all right i'll play you on this game let's play some soul caliber winner gets it winner gets <laughs> to decide whatever or get the item or whatever and we were pretty fair about it <laughs> i think so anyway i mean we all said we were the best so it was fair that yeah I mean, <laughs> even if someone wasn't they said they were so they had their chance to deny it yeah. But no one's going to deny that they're the best. No. And even if we stank at the game, whatever, we got good at it so that we could put up a fight. <laughs> so, in our family, uh, competition is like a big a big thing. But, violence, yeah! <laughs> I mean, no! <laughs> <laughs> Did we just defend violence in video games? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I admit that there's definitely a lot of stuff that I would not have learned otherwise from video games. Uh, But overall, I think that the good that comes from video games far outweighs the bad. And uh, you brought up that the one guy who uh, had gone and murdered a bunch of people and had claimed that video games were his... uh... Well, the news story was that they're like, oh, he played video games once. And that was the cause of it now. Because they're like, that was the first thing they found. So it has to be that. Like, and then they found out. They're like, he didn't even own a console or have a game. Like, he played so... He he barely played at all. Like, I'm sure everybody, like, in the world has played some kind of game. And I'd say, like, you played football and never played a game. You're still pretty... You're the same amount of violent as as a person who played games. As a person who did both. Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> absolutely. And in fact, on the field, they are way more violent. Yeah, I, I, when I play, I actually get into it when when it's an actual physical game. Yeah. <laughs> then I get violent. And you but... should. Not the violent part, but you should get into it. <laughs> Rugby, that's how it works. <laughs> that's an intense game. 
or you know martial arts <laughs> yeah and where's all the people talking about that <laughs> martial arts it's like these schools advertise that there's a karate guy a karate teacher nearby um and they're like oh video games are terrible because it teaches you how to fight but then they go and they support like, like let's go learn karate where they teach you how to fight <laughs> and like, i think a lot of families are like you shouldn't teach your kids how to fight or how to be violent or play those games. They're like, but my kid needs to know how to self-defense and how to self-defense himself, how to learn karate so he can defend himself when that does happen and they fight against my family, my kids. I want my kids to be safe, so they give them the training. And like everybody's thinking that same thing. Yeah, uh, martial arts and video games are the same thing, except that they're training a different part of you. Well, video games would be training the mind and reflexes in. Uh, in hand, in your hands, really. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get much more active than that, I guess. Um, martial arts teaches you how to how to fight with your physical body, it, it, but it's the same thing. It's the same concept, but training a different part of you. And with video games, it's more strategy, obviously, than than uh, technique. <laughs> so far, half hour. Yeah. And we've kept it going so far. But I don't know what else to say on that matter, really. I mean, I've covered poisons and <laughs> Did we? bullets and a little bit. Could always cut this part out. Well, there is also, um, there are, like, the most, one of the most violent video games that's that's been created uh, was Manhunt. Uh which is known for its gratuitous violence and blood and gore and, and stuff. Torture. And torture. And, like, it's it's a game about, a, like, a serial killer and I stuff. I wonder if it's, it's about manhunting. I wonder. <laughs> but in the case no of that game... Sure. <laughs> in the case of that game, like, it still has a message and it's still, it's still got a... Uh, it's still got something that it's trying to teach you. But I, I, I do have to agree that it does get kind of lost with the... <laughs> The gratuitous amount of gore and 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 whatnot. <laughs> um, it was rated like the number one most violent game. Um, yeah. And when it gets when it gets voted the most violent game by actual game companies and and reviewers and stuff, that's different than if a news if a news uh, place like tries to cover that this video game is violent. Like the news, they're out to to incite you and do things and and whatnot they're biased but when it comes to a game company when they say that it's violent it's violent <laughs> we're pretty strict on our uh ratings <laughs> yeah and these games are they're not they're for adults yeah that's true <laughs> these games are they're not for kids so if kids have them and they they learn how to be violent through that they're like it's not for them they shouldn't have yeah. had it, and it's not the kid's fault they got it. It's someone who gave it to them. Yeah, if you, if you let your kid do that, you're kind of a crap parent. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's your fault. <laughs> it's your fault. Let's just take three minutes talking about how bad parents are. <laughs> yeah. Right, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's definitely, like, the, these, the age ratings and stuff, on video games are are there for a reason and you can't buy a rated m game at like gamestop or whatever without um 
ID without an ID or in the first a parent. place or a parent to, to yeah. buy it for you which means um, they chose so to somebody do that. had to give you that and give you access in the first place um, I guess you could get away with that more often now uh, with it with everything going digital you can lie about your age really easily yeah um, assuming that you did not set a parental control on your kids which they uh, gamer tag their username which yeah now now we have all the the lock the parental locks and stuff for video games so it's really your fault if you didn't uh, yeah. set that I, up i mean if you even if you're not good with computers and technology like a lot of older people aren't like you could still just watch your kid play a game and like okay that's definitely they shouldn't be playing that that guy's head got cut off say that last part again that that guy's head got cut off dang so, it even stuttered the second time yeah <laughs> Their head got cut off. They shouldn't have been playing that. Like yeah. I, they're watching you. It's it's kind of funny that the uh, like the wrong games are, um, like have violence in them. <laughs> like the wrong games. Yeah. So like Star Wars, for example. That's the wrong like, game. I would say sort of. Um, <laughs> it's it's a it's a science fantasy game that every everybody knows what Star Wars is. Um, pretty much everybody. <laughs> What's that? Um, but. Um, in The Force Unleashed, as an example, um, they have a lot of uh, beheading and like limbs flying when you cut them off and stuff, and and there's you use the Force in like a uh, destruction simulator type game, and uh, it's it's for a Star Wars game that's kind of violent just because of all the beheadings and cutting off of limbs and stuff. Um, that that makes sense for this world, for this universe and stuff. But then there's like Minecraft where you think of it as a building block game and a creative game, but you can set each other on fire, you can drown each other, you can <laughs> there's it, it there's no like violence per se because there's no gore, there's it's just like a like you turn red when you get hit. Yeah, it's also um, a choice. Like... But it's still happening and it no, implies it... that it's happening. No, but it doesn't, it's also a choice. You don't, like, there's a mode where, in Minecraft specifically, there's a mode where you can go peaceful and you don't have to have any violence. Like, you don't have to go around, even if you're playing with friends, like, if they do something, you don't have to fight each other. You can work together, you can do building, you can explore, whatever. You don't have to do that. That's your choice, again, that makes it that way. And that's the part that it really comes down to, is your, did you, are you... You messed up in the head already before you play these games. Our our human history shows that even without video games, we're kind of douches. <laughs> uh, always out for ourselves and those who are closest to us, which I guess that part's not so bad, but our selfishness has caused a lot of wars and whatnot in the past. And in the future. Just and wait. there will be. Yeah, there will be. <laughs> Hopefully video games won't get bl blamed for that. <laughs> And that's what we should take from this. <laughs> We're in like a apocalypse where there's no technology. And they're like, man, it's all because of those video games 400 oh. years ago. I can't believe it. <laughs> still blaming them. <laughs> We've moved past that. We don't have video games anymore. We're still blaming Pong for this. <laughs> <laughs> Tetris man crushing blocks and oh, asteroids. <laughs> yeah, I think in moderation, anything is fine. When people talk about um, 
when people talk about uh, others le um, letting video games take over their lives and stuff, that's really just them being a shut-in because they're enjoying the game too much and stuff. You, for everybody, you should you should be going outside and getting some fresh air and stuff. You don't have to be out there all the time. And sunlight. And, that's good for you, you know, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you, you definitely shouldn't let a video game take over your life. Um, but there are benefits to playing video games. And there's... Uh, it should. I don't think that you should have to ignore it all. Yeah. Video games... It's, probably, it's fun. <laughs> it helps you develop problem-solving... Like motor skills, coordination, a lot of stuff. Also, and uh, there are of course other ways to get that, to learn that. But it's one way to do it, and it's a fun way to do it. Also, a lot of the research, and you'll hear this in any of the other articles that you read about this topic as well. Um, most of the research has been found to be inconclusive, as far as what causes. Um, violence in people when they interact through video games and stuff um, there's no direct correlation it's just uh, your mental state before you started playing this in the first place and a lot of those sites like I did some research but a lot of the sites that go um, this is definitive video games cause violence and then at the end it's like a opinion topic number three and like is it a fact or is it opinion it's in a blog where they specifically say it's my opinion that this happens but it's fact now the only fact about this about this conversation about this topic is that we are talking burritos <laughs> <laughs> is that we are the greatest podcast on the world and you on should all <laughs> shut up <laughs> no but the only the only fact that should be stated in these in these articles and stuff is that there's no conclusive evidence um, and that this article is opinion. That's really what it should all say. Because it's too difficult to be able to, like, connect video games with psychological problems in the first place. Yeah. If you already had the capacity to commit murder in the first place. Like, <laughs> it's not video games' fault. Except for when EA sets up the loot boxes and stuff. That's warranted. <laughs> <laughs> then you have my permission. <laughs> <laughs> to, well, we can't say that, but um, you know what we mean. <laughs> Step it up. What we're really saying is video games are good, fun pastimes that can be beneficial and also could be bad for you. If, if you do, if you it, do it wrong or you break the rules of what you're supposed to do, just like, like anything play, else. like a twelve year old playing a mature game, it's a mature game for a reason. And no matter how much they beg you, don't get it for them. It's like yeah, if you, adults watching this podcast or yeah. listening, I guess. Well, uh, if you're listening to this, you will. If you're not already, you will eventually be an adult. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> So, remember this. <laughs> and in fact, share it with your friends. So they remember. And remember to tell your kids to subscribe <laughs> and like. <laughs> share. Give us five stars. You know, it really helps the community. Like, forget community service. Just rate us five stars. Boom. That's your service for the year. <laughs> it's, it's like giving money to a homeless person. Yeah, really, it really is giving five or, stars to this podcast, and we identify as homeless people. <laughs> we're, 
We don't even own a house. <laughs> We're doing this in the park. Seriously, we could use a place. <laughs> Should we end it there or? Yeah, give us five stars. Like I said, it's it's great for us. All right, we've been talking burritos. I'm yeah. Sam. I'm Jonathan. The if greatest. You have, if you have any questions, comments, concerns. Diary notes, questions, topic ideas, jokes. Send everything to TalkingBurritosPodcast at gmail.com. And keep an eye out for any other projects that we might be doing, like making video game apps or cartoons or videos. There's lots of stuff that we want to do in the future, and this is the start of it. So, But we're broke. But we're broke, so, so we need help. <laughs> Anyway, like, subscribe, love us, send us fan mail. You don't know what we look like, but you can imagine with our voices. Yep. Anyway, I'm Jonathan. I'm Sam. And this has been Talking Burritos. Burritos. Namaste.